attention this morning to 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. 1 Peter chapter 4, verse 17. Very familiar verse right here. But like I told you, if we're going to have revival, if the church is going to have revival, it must begin in the house of God. Amen? It must begin among God's people. It must begin among His people this morning. The church needs to get fired up. It needs to get awakened up. It needs to get prayed up. It needs to get shaken up a little bit. Amen. Listen to what Peter writes right here. For the time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. It didn't say it began in the world. Where did it say it began at? In the house of God. And if it first begins at us, what shall the end of be of them who obey not the gospel of God. And if the righteous shall scarcely be saved, where shall the ungodly and the sinner appear? Wherefore, let them who suffer according to the will of God commit the keeping of their souls to him in well-doing as unto a faithful creator. I want to speak to you this thought on revival must begin in the house of God. Amen. You get fire moving in the house of God. It won't be long. It'll be spread. Anybody believe that this morning? We'll be, they'll be letting, on, we'll be letting the world know that Jesus Christ uh, resides here. Amen. Let, Heavenly Father, we come before you, dear Lord, uh, today, dear God, and I ask you for your anointing, dear God, this morning, Lord. Uh, I ask you, Lord, for your touch, dear God, in this sanctuary, dear Lord, today, Father, Lord. Lord, today we pray, Lord, for your spirit, dear God, and your anointing, dear Lord, this morning, Lord, to give me the words you would have me to speak, Lord. Anoint the ears, light fire, stir the spirits this morning, Lord. Stir their spirit to get them hungry and craving after you again, Lord. Lord, this morning we give you the glory, the praise, and the honor. In that precious name of Jesus Christ we pray, amen and amen. This morning we begin a week long revival. Huh? But I'm telling you, I'm not talking about we don't need just a week long worth of ser services. Huh? That's good. Uh, we need an old fashioned Holy Ghost revival to sweep this land. Uh, we need a devil chasing uh, Holy Ghost fire breathing revival to sweep the church. Uh, if we're going to sweep, have, if we're going to have revival in this land, it's got to be in the house of, it's got to begin among God's people this morning. Amen? How many know them this morning? How many want revival in here this morning? How many want a genuine outpouring revival, a good old-fashioned Holy Ghost revival? It must begin right here in the house of God. We can't wait till somebody else stirs it. We've got to get it going ourselves this morning. I begin to think if it's going to begin in the house of God, guess what? The house of God has to 
get back in order. Amen? The people of God's got to get back to God. The people of God's got to get things out of their life and let him overthrow some things. I think about Jesus and the temple in Matthew chapter 21 verses 12 and 13. And Jesus went into the temple of God and cast out all of them that sold and brought in the temple uh, and brought in that temple and overthrow the table of the money changers uh, and the seats of them uh, that sold doves and said unto them it is written my house shall be called the house of prayer but you have made it a den of thieves uh, let me tell you the t- house of God the house of prayer had been polluted the house it had been turned into a house of grief that's what people were doing with it right then. It was more of a flea market type atmosphere. It was more of somebody making a living off of it. It was a self-serving interest what they had turned into had it turned into. The house of God was out of order. John said he made a scourge at one time and he went in. Let me tell you this morning, that house that was out of order could not accomplish that which the Holy Ghost wanted to do, uh, which Christ wanted to do in that church. Uh, let me tell you, there couldn't be no miracles take place. Uh, there couldn't be nothing happen because the house of God was out of order. Uh, and let me tell you this morning, church, uh, if we're going to see a move of God, uh, it starts with God's people getting their house in order this morning. Uh, it starts with the people of God confessing their sins uh, and turning from their wicked ways. Uh, it ta- it's starts with the people of God uh, getting things out of the, letting him take things out of their lives uh, that should not be there. Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Uh, too many people want to say oh, that we got the you listen, uh, too many people say we're in the world. Uh, we're in the world, but we're not of the world. Uh, he didn't call us to fit in. He called us to stand out this morning. Uh, this world needs a church that can stand out. Uh, this world needs a church that's on fire. Uh, this world needs a church uh, that when the sinners come by, uh, they can see the drawing fire of Pentecost. Uh, this church, this world needs a church uh, that where the sick can come uh, and they can find a redeemer. This world needs a church uh, that's in better shape than they are this morning. Amen? This world needs a church uh, where the Spirit of God is dwelling. Uh, When the house of God is out of order, the Spirit of God cannot dwell there. Amen? When the house of God is out of order, there can't be no outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Uh, When the house of God is out of order, there ain't going to be much going on there. You can write Ichabob on the door, but if we're going to have a revival. The house of God must be put back in order. The house of God must get back to its roots. The house of God must get out of the self-interest, the greed, and just say it's all about you this morning. Amen? But if we're going to have revival, you're going to need some tables that are overturned. Amen? You're going to need him to overthrow some things this morning. People don't want him to overthrow things this morning in them. They like that table. But let me tell you, judgment begins 
at his house. Amen? Amen? That's what we see right here. Here at Matthew's account. Judgment began at his house. And can I tell you, I'm talking more than just this building. I'm talking these temples right here. Amen? I'm talking about these temples right here. Things that need to go, that need to be gone. Amen? Amen? I'm telling you, it's time for the church to get back in order. It's a shame. When, it, it is a shame in these days that we're living. You can't tell the church no different from the world anymore. Amen? I'm about ready to I'm about to get my foot in my mouth right here, but that's all right. I see churches looking more like nightclubs than houses of God. Amen? Amen? I'm telling you, this is where we're at. I see, I see denominations lining up to accept abominations before God. I see them lining up now. Even some, yeah, this happened. You had a bunch of, I don't even want to, I ain't even going to refer to them as Christian because they're as far from Christian as they can be. I'll call them religious leaders that went and blessed the opening of a pan parenthood and prayed God's blessing on it. I ain't going to call it Christian. I'm going to call them Satan leaders. They may try to profess something. Folks, when you start, when we get to a point where we're applauding the things of the world, the house of God is out of order this morning. Amen? The people, if we're going to have revival, the house of God, the people of God must get in order this morning. Amen? We must get back and allow him to throw some things out of our lives that don't need to be there. Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what I'm saying? When Jesus comes into your house, he's going to overthrow some things. When Jesus comes into your house, he's going to throw some tables over. You know what he did in that house? He gave that house a cleansing didn't he he told some things out of there he didn't go in there just look I wish I had a book or something I'd probably hit somebody <laughs> if I had a table up here I'd show you what how he done it he didn't just pick it up like this uh-uh-uh when he went in I imagine anybody know what I'm talking about he just whipped it over I believe he just throwed it off, went through it fast, angry. The Bible says he was angry, a righteous anger, because the house of God was out of order. What he did, he didn't go in there and ask for their permission. He didn't go in there and say, can I do this? No, -uh. he just went out just a throwing things over. He just went over, oversetting the way they do it. He said, this ain't your house to begin with. You took my father's house, and you, this, what should be a house of prayer, and you turned it into a den of things. This ain't what heaven had in mind. But this day, I'm giving this house a makeover. I'm overthrowing throwing these things. I'm releasing the dove. I'm getting rid of these money changers, these self-interest crowd. I'm telling you when I get done, it's going to be a place where they can find healing. It's going to be a place where they can find salvation. Amen? I'm telling you when the house of God gets in order, when the people of God allow him to overthrow the things, revival will begin. Amen? Oh, people want revival without getting the house in order. Revival begins with God's people repenting. Amen. People think about it. 
1 Corinthians 9 and 27, tells, Paul tells us like this. But I keep under my body and bring it in sub subjection. Least that by any means, when I have preached to others, I myself shall be a castaway. What you saying, preacher? I'm telling you right now. If we're going to have revival, the body of Christ must get their house in order. Amen. Did you hear me? Oh, I'm getting ready to hit something right here. I can sit here and preach on the sins of the flesh all day long. And if there's sins of the flesh, it needs to get in order. Your flesh needs to be crucified. But I'm going to hit some believers this morning. Uh-oh. I'm going to talk about a different kind of sin. Amen. I'm going to hit some believers this morning. How about the sins of the heart? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Jealousy, envy, strife. The list can go on and on. Sometimes it ain't the big things that grabs us, is it? It's the small foxes that can spoil the vine sometimes. Well, guess what? Them foxes need to be gone just as big as those Goliaths do too, amen? We talk about people can amen the sins of the flesh. You get start preaching on certain subjects, I can get more amens than anything. Amen? But if I start talking about the sins of the heart, then let me tell you, I start talking about what's on the, the, heart, the heart sins, guess what? Let me tell you. Oh, people get quiet then and there. Amen? Amen. I, anybody know what I'm talking about? I don't care what kind of sin it is. If it's the sin of the flesh or the sin of the heart, if it's wrong before God then, it's still wrong today. And the house of God still needs to get in order. Amen? Oh, people don't want to hear this kind of preaching no more. Amen? They don't want to hear hellfire and brimstone. They don't want to hear repentance no more. Because there's a young man who goes on TV teaching, oh, you don't have to repent. He ain't never read the book of Revelation where he told the churches there, all but two, repent or else. I'll remove thy candlestick. How many know if we do sin, then we have an advocate, but we must approach him, amen? Oh, we got all kinds of doctrines going around. We got all kinds of things going around. We got doctors that says you can live any way you want to and expect to make it in. I'm telling you right there, that doctrine's inspired from the pits of hell. Let me tell you, Jesus preached holiness. Right here is a good example. He cleansed the temple, amen? He said, this ain't about what you want, boys. This is about my purpose. I, this is about my reason. I tell people, serving Jesus Christ ain't Burger King. Anybody know what I mean by that? You can't have it your way this morning. It's the way of the master this morning. But listen, church, if we're going to have revival, it begins in the house of God this morning. It begins among God's people getting the house of God in order. It means getting things out of your life, whether they be sins of the flesh or sins of the heart. It means letting him remove them. It means getting rid of those things. Did you hear what I'm telling you this morning? Anybody know what I'm saying this morning? Revival begins with God's people. It begins in his house. Oh, people in his there's a hungry for revival years ago. 
we want a genuine revival, it has to start here. It's got to start with the enthusiasm. The world, I'm about ready to tell you something. You may not like it, but you got a mirror on you, and the world's looking how you react. Amen? Anybody believe that this morning? I know we're all men, but you may not believe this, and we've all come short of the glory of God, but somebody's watching you. Amen? We need a revival. But it's got to begin right here in his house. It's got to begin with his people. When he cleansed it, he was cleansing it where it could get back to being the house of prayer. Anybody want to see this building, this, this church here, this piece of law, land right here, be a place? Even on our, when we ain't open, they pull in and come to the Lord. Amen. Anybody want to see this building? When they, we're having service, they see the fire coming out, a spiritual fire coming out. Amen. Anybody want to hear see them come in off the road wanting to know what's going on down here at this church of God? You let the revival spirit of the Holy Ghost get in place, and I'll tell you, God will do the rest. You telling me, preacher, God still wants to send revival? I still believe he wants to send revival in these last days. In fact, we said revival is not an option. It's a necessity right now. I'm telling you, there's... People don't realize it's not an option. If you don't have revival, you're going to be like this temple right here. If you don't come in and cleanse it. What good? What good was it them going through the motions? Amen? What good was it? What purpose was this temple before he cleansed it when it was all polluted with the sin? What good was it accomplishing? It was just sitting there. Somebody was making money off of it, but it wasn't pleasing before God. Did you hear what I'm telling you? So what if we sit here? So what if we go through everything? But if the Spirit of the Lord ain't here, you know what we need to do? What was that? If the Spirit of God ain't here, you need to close the door and go on. Did you hear that? Oh, I got some, I, I got some may get some feedback on that. But let me tell you what, I'll back it up. If a church ain't got the Spirit of God there, they ain't a church, it's a social gathering. We need revival. We need a hunger for God. We need a move of God. I'm not looking to the world to start a revival. I'm talking to the saints of God this morning. I'm talking to the people of God this morning. I'm talking about those that are called by His name this morning. In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, we know this verse. We know what it says. Verses 14 and 15. He says, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then will I hear from heaven and forgive their sin and will heal their land. Now my eyes shall be open and my ears attend unto the prayer that is made in this place. Notice who he addressed. Notice who he spoke to right there. He didn't say Israel. He didn't say Judah. He didn't say America, did he? 
What did he say? My people, my people which are called by my name. And I told you and I showed you those that's been in Bible study. We've got a, people go around saying we're all God's children. I showed you that's not true. We're all part of God's children. You're not a child of God until you're bought with the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. You don't have the world don't have a right to call him Abba Father until the blood of Jesus Christ. Did you hear me? He's applied to their life. He's talking about his people right there. He says, those which are called by my name, those that which are set apart. He said, they need to humble themselves, seek my face, and turn from their wicked ways. Then will I hear from heaven. I got news for you this morning. God's more concerned about your spiritual condition than he is your physical uh-oh, did, did you just say that? I said that. God's more concerned about the spiritual condition of man than he is the physical condition. Amen. I tell people many times, you get your spiritual condition in order, he'll take the physical line up later on. Anybody believe that? But we're in a day where they want God to take care of everything else but the spiritual. Right here says, until you do that. He said, I've got my ears clogged to your prayer. That's what he was saying right here. Until you turn and repent before me, then I will hear from you. You know what it was telling me right there? He said, until they repent, he said, I wasn't even going to hear them. People more worried about their physical, but God's more worried about the spiritual. Amen. Once again, he says, it starts with his people. It don't start with the heathen. It don't start with the wicked. It starts with the people of God. Get it in today's terms? It begins in the house of God. Pentecostals, let me tell you. Anybody get proud to be Pentecostal? Amen. It starts with us this morning. I'm not going to knock them down the road. It's going to start right here, in here this morning. I believe in the fire of Pentecost. Anybody else with me this morning? Amen. My knees are hurting, but I still feel like I could jump over this thing this morning. One of these days I'm going to, I promise you that. Little human, when you get that 100 people, I may jump off the roof because spirit hits me. <laughs> no, it begins with God's people. Gosh, we need revival. I'm going to hit that tonight. But I'm telling you right now, let me just tell you, it's got to begin right here. This world is going to hell in a handbasket. And it seems the church world, I'm, I'm getting ahead of myself, is slumbering and sleeping. And it's time to say, God, here am I. If nobody else wants revival, I want revival. If no other church in Pennsylvania, no other church in the Mid-Atlantic Northeast, no other church in the United States wants revival. The Houston Town Church of God needs to say, I, I want revival one more time. 
My Lord, I feel him in here this morning. God's wanting to send revival, but it's got to begin with his people. It ain't going to rain where they don't want it to rain. Amen. Amen. You don't want that spiritual rain? He ain't going to rain on you. But I want the spiritual rain this morning. Amen. I want the spiritual rain. Anybody know what I'm talking about? But if we're going to have revival in these last days, it's got to begin in this pulpit, and it's got to go through the back door back out. It has to begin in the house of God. And it begins with getting the house of God in order. Here's the second one. It begins in the house of God when the people of God fall back in love with Jesus. Uh-oh. When they return to the first love. Amen? Revelation 2 and 4. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against thee, because thou hast left thy first love. Remember, therefore, from whence thou art fallen, look, and repent. There's that word right there. And do the first works, or else. He said, you go back, or else. What was the else? He says, I will come unto thee quickly, and will remove thy candlestick, out of his place, except thou repent. Let me tell you, in order to be in love with him, to fall from the first love, they had to be in heads over heel with him at one time. Amen? In order to leave something, you had to be there. Anybody know what I'm talking about? In order to leave, you had to be there. If you wasn't ever there, you could never leave. If it wasn't impossible to leave, they would have never left it. But Jesus said, they left their first love. Who was their first love? It was Christ. You know what happened? They lost their passion. They left their deep. They, oh, excuse me. The word lost is not a good word. It's left. That is the better word for it. They had left that deep love. They had left that passion they once had for Christ. I wonder this morning, how many still has that deep love and passion for Christ as they once did? How many still head over heels like they once was for him. Amen? Or how many people's more in love with this world than they are with Jesus Christ this morning? How many people's more in love with their entertainment more than Jesus Christ this morning? How many's more in love with the Walmart and this buffet line than they are with Jesus Christ this morning? How many's more in love with their self more than they are with Christ this morning. God help us. You know what Jesus and Paul mentioned, talked about these conditions in the last day. You know what Paul, Jesus said? He said, because iniquity shall abound, the love of many shall wax cold. I'm seeing that. 
God help us that we're more concerned about this, this worldly condition than we are about the spiritual. You know what Paul said? He said they, in the last days they would be lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. He didn't say they didn't love God. He said, but they would love their pleasures more than they would love God. I'm going to tell you, I remember a time when the churches would be full. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sunday morning, they would go to church. Sunday night, it would be packed. Wednesday night, it would be packed. Revivals would be packed. But now, look at it. Look at the condition that has gripped our land and our country. You know what has happened? They've left their first love. They're not in love with Jesus as they once was. God help us if we're not in love with him. If we're more in love with a pleasing this flesh than we are the world. Ain't it amazing? People can get up at 5 o'clock in the morning to be in a fishing hole, but 9.30 is too early. Amen. 3, 4 o'clock to go deer hunting, and I'm not, but 9.30, too early. Amen. Amen. I know how you get up. If I don't have to, I ain't hitting up the 3, 4, 5 o'clock if it ain't have to. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it for the house of God. What's happened? I promise you. People say, oh, having revival through this week ain't a good time. Oh, front. I like what Gabriel swaggered. He said, I hear people say, why do you have your rallies on Friday night? He said, don't you know it's a bad time? He said, I disagree with that. Because if you got a ball game to go to on Friday night, you're going to find time to go to it. Anybody know what I'm talking to? The problem in this country is right now, his people have left their first love. The problem with the house of God, they've left their first love. They're more in love with the system of this world. They're more in love with the pleasure. They're more in love with their friends more than they are in love with Christ. I don't know about you, but I found out the truest friend I ever will have is Jesus Christ this morning. I'm telling you, I've not seen him yet, but I'm telling you right now, I know I'm going to see him one of these days, and I can tell you right now, I'm telling you about what I'm about ready to jump right here, right now, what I'm about ready to say. I'm telling you right now what he's got prepared for me on the other end, what he's got prepared for those that love him, I'm telling you to put this world to shame. I, I don't live in a mansion now, but I can tell you right now, I've got one waiting. Amen. I've got that mansion prepared with things I probably ain't never seen before, with jewels. But people ain't in love with him no more. Jesus is just a an acquaintance. Gosh, if he's just an acquaintance, you better get your house in order. I don't need an acquaintance. I need a friend to stick it closer than a brother. Amen. I need him every day. Some people just have Jesus whenever they want to. Don't tell me you love Jesus 
when you can't even get to his house. Amen. Don't tell me you love Jesus when you don't keep his commandments. Don't tell me you love Jesus when you're more in love with the world than you are in him. Amen. When you love Jesus, the world's going to know you love Jesus. Amen. Because I'm not going to fit in. Let me tell you what I see going into this world turns my stomach right now. It ought to turn your stomach, some of the things that's going on. I'm not going to get comfortable with it like Lot did. We don't need to be like that. You know, he apparently had to get comfort inside of Sodom. The altar was never inside of Sodom. It was always outside of it. I think about what he did. I don't know how anybody could offer his two daughters to those homosexual villains right there. Anybody know what I'm talking about? That's for another message. But what I'm getting at this morning is simply it's time to get back to the first love this morning. Too many people are more in love with everything else but Jesus. It is a shame when they can tell me who's on a starting lineup of a sports team but can't name me two disciples in the Bible. They tell me they love Jesus, but some people can't even tell me what Genesis 1 and 1 says. One time I did this in North Carolina. I tested them. I said, this night I'm getting ready to preach. I want you to turn to the book of Hezekiah. <laughs> for, for those that don't know, it was just, I was just seeing if, how many would realize what I was saying. You know what I heard? Pages flipped. There's a man in the Bible by the name of Hezekiah, but there's not a book called Hezekiah. Amen. But what I'm getting at, that was done a little bit out of fun at that time. But what I'm getting at today is it is a shame that people have put more stock in what Hollywood's got to say than what Christ has got to say. I'm going to tell you, I could care less if they go on strike out there. Good riddance to them. The sooner they go on strike, the better. That's what I tell them. That's what they're talking about going on strike. The sooner you go, the better. <laughs> like I really going to care. <laughs> like I really care. I'm telling you right now, but people know who they are. But how many know who the king is? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I don't want an acquaintance. I want to walk in relationship with him this morning. I want to be more in love with him than I am anybody. Amen? He's got to be first. I'll tell you, Jesus Christ is my first love. Second is a little girl down in North Carolina. That's my second love. But Christ is my first love this morning. Amen? I'm telling you right now. People are more in love with the things of this world than they are him. The church has fallen in love. They've lost the passion. They've lost the hunger. They've lost the desire for him. If we're going to have revival, we've got to fall back in love with Jesus Christ this morning. Amen? It's a shame department stores are full this morning, but houses of God are barren. Amen? Amen. It's a shame. At dinner time, they'll stand in line up here to wait to get in a buffet, but they won't stand in line for a preacher to open the house of the Lord. They'll camp out at Black Friday, but they won't camp out here 
overnight to be in line to be in the house of God that Sunday morning. Anybody know what I'm talking about? The problem is people have lost their first love. If we're going to have revival, we're going to have to go back. Or else. Thirdly, revival will begin when God's people hunger for him. That's how it begins in the house of God. Some people are just happy with a Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night experience. I need him every day. Psalms 42, 1 and 2 says, As the heart paints after the water brook, so paints my soul after you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? I got a question. Do you hunger for his presence like you do for the natural food this morning? Amen? Do we have that longing desire to have more of him, more than life itself? Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what it says? I want you more than the air that I breathe. I want you more than the food that I eat. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody can't wait for the rest of this week to see what God's going to do? Amen. Anybody get out of here, can't wait to come back tonight? Anybody get out of here, can't wait to get into the Word of God this morning? I'm telling you, we got to have that craving. How many crazy his return this morning? Amen. I'm hungry for his soon return. Amen. And if you're not hungry for his soon return... I got news for you. You need to get an altar. Amen. Because I'm telling you, I'm tired. This world ain't got nothing but leftovers. Heaven's a full course meal, what I look at it right there. The best way to describe it in my terms right there. But people ain't hungry for him. They're hungry for everything else but him. They're hungry for the system. Of the world, but him. They, but I'm telling you, the only true one that can truly satisfy one this morning is the name of Jesus. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you hunger after him, he's going to fill you this morning. Psalms 107 and 9, for he satisfies the longing soul and fills the hungry soul with goodness. John 6, 35, I believe. And Jesus said unto him, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me shall never hunger, and he who believes on me shall never thirst. Whoop. I tell you, just give me Jesus. But the problem is, many ain't hungry for him. Many ain't thirsting for him. We want to know where revival's at. When was the last time we tarried around the altar? When was the last time we hungered for his presence? When was the last time we said, we ain't getting up here until you bless me? Amen? Anybody know what I'm talking about? How many just say, I'll take a little bit? Damn, I don't know how somebody can live off just a little bit. I want to cram myself full of it. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I want as much as him.
as I can have. Church, if the church would get hungry like that, revival would break loose. Amen? If the church would say, I want you more than life itself, we can have a move of his spirit. The question I got for you this morning is, are you hungry or are you satisfied? Some people satisfied with a little bit. Uh-uh. I want a lot more. Some people get, I need all of Christ as I can get him every day. When's the last time we got to say, I'm tired of just going through the motions. I want to see an old-fashioned Holy Ghost revival. Devil chasing Holy Ghost revival. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Anybody know what I'm saying? Anybody know what I'm talking about? I want to make the devil mad. Anybody know what I'm talking about? I want to ruffle hell's feathers this morning. How do we do that? We get on fire. But let me tell you, revival begins when God's people desire him and hunger for him more than life itself. What will you do to get to Jesus? How many is willing to climb a sycamore tree? Zacchaeus was. I tell you, if you get desperate for him, you'll do whatever it takes to get to him. You'll do whatever it takes to have him. Until you get desperate for him, you'll sit in that same complacent. Until you want him more than life itself, revival will not come. Once again, I'm closing out this morning. Everyone standing with this. The house of God must be in order. You've got to return to the first love. And thirdly, you've got to hunger. Who says this morning, God send revival? Start with me. Lord, I don't know the condition where you are. If your house is out of order, if you've left your first love, or if you're not hungry for it. But who would say, start with me this morning? Start with me, God. Lord, awaken me. Build my faith. Strengthen me. Stir me this morning. Let the revival sweep. God, send us revival. Send us a move of your Holy Spirit. God, let us hunger for you. Let us thirst for you. God, let us get our house in order. Let us return to our first love. Lord, this morning in the name of Jesus, stir the spirits. Stir their hunger for an outpouring of you this morning. For your anointing. Lord, in that name of Jesus, let the anointing flow. God, let us be hunger for revival. Let it start this morning. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.